Hey Permies, Vincent here, your permaculture guide. In this episode, I want to cover the question, where do I start? I've seen many social media posts concerning this question. I'm going to use various quotes from Bill Mollison and David Holmgren, the founders of Permaculture, to answer the where do I start question. First, let's break down what permaculture means. Essentially, you could break down this word into permanent culture. Some folks will think of permaculture as permanent agriculture, but it's much more than that. Bill Mollison describes permaculture as the conscious design and maintenance of cultivated ecosystems that which have diversity, stability, and resilience of natural systems. Permaculture is far more than just gardening and agriculture. It's a multi-layered design that focuses on systems that work naturally. So we're emulating natural systems that are diverse, stable, and resilient. Essentially, we're consciously designing this system and maintaining it only for cultivation, while the system should work on its own in a more natural way. Permaculture is based on principles. The various principles focus on thoughtful designs for small-scale intensive systems. So bigger isn't always better. These small-scale intensive systems are labor-efficient and use biological resources instead of fossil fuels. So this is a sustainable design. Designs stress ecological connections and their closed energy material loops. As in, everything works together and it is in a circular pattern rather than our linear pattern that most folks in the United States live, where things are created, they go through a linear line and end say, in the dump, while permaculture goes in a circular loop like the rest of the natural ecosystem. The core of permaculture is design and working relationships between all things. David Holmgren says that traditional agriculture was labor-intensive. Industrial agriculture is energy-intensive. Permaculture has designed systems which are information and design-intensive. Much of permaculture is intentionally designed systems that work naturally. That means focusing on where to start should be focusing on information and knowledge. You should really have a lot of knowledge built up about permaculture and various other methods to create a conscious, integrated, connected design. Bill Mollison also answered in a similar way where his quote, people frequently ask how much land they need for self-sufficiency. The answer is as much as you can control. Any more and you lose self-sufficiency let alone the ability to produce in excess. If people ask, where do I start? Then the answer is always at your front doorstep. I wholeheartedly agree with Bill Mollison here. If you want to start with a permaculture system, first you need to learn and build your knowledge so you have a toolbox to design your perfect system. That means that we should hold off on permanent construction, things that are difficult to replace and move, because the system is going to be dynamic, and when you're first starting out, you're going to be learning a lot, 
in applying what you learn and finding that it needs to be fine-tuned. So you should start with a plan on your property. While you're planning your property with the various plants, structures, and systems that you envision, you should have some goals created that you want your property to meet, as well as observe your property and understand the various functions available to meet your goals and work with your system in mind. Having knowledge of your local climate and understanding how your property functions is crucial to a permaculture design. Think in how a tree grows. It begins as a seed starting in the soil and grows outward or upward and every year a tree ring is added where the center is the beginning and the outer ring is the last year the tree was alive. The tree trunk grows every year by growing from inside to outside. Where you should start is zone 1 within the permaculture zone system, or even in zone 0, where you could consider the inside of your house as zone 0, in which you could figure out how to grow sprouts inside, how to start seeds, how to grow a culinary garden inside as well, right in the kitchen, perhaps. At the same time, you should be studying and reading about permaculture more so that you can design and create the plan for your house or a plan for your property around your house. When you're planning, you should think in terms of systems or ecosystems. We're looking for self-sufficiency. You could think of permaculture as a methodology of sustainability. It's multi-layered beyond just growing food. The system should work together. When you're starting out, you need to start with things that are closest to the house, right at your front doorstep. Otherwise, if you go out further from your front doorstep, you're going to have to use more time and energy to maintain those new pieces of systems. Think in how a tree grows. You need to start from the inside and grow slowly from the inside out. Don't rule out animals as a great beginning to your permaculture plan. Make the animals do the work for you. For instance, chickens till and scratch the ground naturally, which means if you leave them in one place long enough, they'll till away the grass. This will give way to planting right away. If you give them tomatoes and other seed-bearing fruits and vegetables, such as squashes, they'll spread those seeds around. When you move those chickens, the seeds will take and germinate. You could also plant some other seeds as you move your animals. Goats are great for eating overgrowth. They love to eat down shrubs and lower branches of trees. Even poison ivy is on the menu. They'll eat many other plants other than these examples. Goats clear the way for other animals to succeed them and begin your permaculture plan. Pigs will root up the land and clear it out of everything underground. Bugs, roots, many plants that you don't want coming back, the pigs will just eat them up by the roots. Pigs are also great for wallowing in a hole that will eventually become a pond. This is a natural compaction which will keep the ground compacted where you need it beneath the pond to keep the water in. These are just a few examples of making animals do the work for you. Once you understand the proper systems that are required to meet your goals for the property, you'll be able to create that system that's needed. As you're building up your knowledge base, you may want to go after a permaculture design certification. Now, there is no standard PDC, 
There is worldwide discussion from the biggest permaculture design teachers on making this a more standardized class. The minimum is a 72 contact hour class. That is one thing that has been standardized. As we move forward with permaculture design, the best teachers of the world will likely be able to create a more standardized learning curriculum so that everyone's on the same page. Permaculture doesn't really have opportunities within the university. You may find a university that offers permaculture classes. It's rather rare. Permaculture is very grassroots. Bill Mollison intended to create the movement in such a way and avoid the universities. So before you go out and design and make major changes with your land, you really should focus on learning the tools of permaculture and the systems of permaculture that best meet your goals so that you can begin to make a plan and then follow through with that plan. While that plan may not be set in stone, it will likely change and adapt as you learn more, especially as you implement this plan starting from your doorstep. I hope this gives you a great way or place to start. I wish you luck on your journey into permaculture. See you next time.